Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And where is... Oh, that's why. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Kyle's messing shit up today. You do that every day, dude. Act like it's something It new. is not. Oh, that's... Is that the top of your monitor that I'm seeing? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> not a big deal. I was just making sure that my, my crop hadn't, like, um, <clears throat> messed up, gotten uh, Crop hadn't withered away. Uh man, I'm I'm not gonna lie. While while LRM published a whole bunch of infor, information and, and stories yesterday, I I don't necessarily have a lot to to talk about. But I do I do have one thing to to definitely talk about. So let's uh, roll the intro. Hello everybody, welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse uh, YouTube channel and uh, uh, Genreverse Podcast Network. Available wherever you get your podcast from i'm kyle that guy over there is manny and uh yeah hit the subscribe button something you haven't done already if if you have thank you very much check out the website lrmonline.com for entertainment news needs opinions and of course more content here on the genreverse including breaking geek radio who is reviewing transformers uh rise of the beasts this week uh might be out before this i'm not sure uh but uh it will be up uh today friday uh the 9th say the 9th june 9th yeah 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 anyways uh thumbs up down all that good stuff uh podcast apps were there too genre verse <sighs> it's friday manny are you seeing uh transformers rise of the beast this weekend at some point yeah <laughs> okay you 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 were or weren't a beast beast wars guy oh huge beast wars guy yeah i, I love that just no no faith in this in this movie um i, I just i didn't not that i didn't have any faith in this movie it's just <laughs> the the franchise as a whole hasn't necessarily delivered us to, you know the the greatest films although i mean i enjoyed the first and second one and uh bumblebee wasn't bad uh so well, um, mild expectations. So if it's good, I get I get yeah, to feel better uh, about it. And if it's not, I get to go. Eh. Breaking Geek, relatively, I, I, you guys can go watch their their review. But for for Manny's sake, uh, Jonesy, big Beast Wars guy, like that mm-hmm. was his thing. He's got some minor complaints about screen time, you know, too much or lack thereof for certain uh, characters. But they both overwhelmingly said that they enjoyed the movie. Not as good as Bumblebee, they said, but better than the majority of the of the Bay films. Um, and uh, they said lots of good uh, robot action, like actual, like not just close ups, but good, like wide angles of of giant robots fighting and stuff. So, uh, like you said, mild. You keep your your expectations kind of in in neutral, and you might end up really in, enjoying the film. So, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, in a in a in a in an age of of disappointment after disappointment from franchises, we have uh, grown to know and love Marvel, Star Wars. Uh, uh, if something can be just good, especially when things in the that franchise have been so iffy, <laughs> yeah. Then hey, consider that a uh, a net a net gain. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, the one thing that I I well two things actually I thought of a second thing to to discuss. One I know you you give no shits a, a about, but uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer hit. And uh, I was really excited for for uh, I was really excited for that. The next game in the um in the uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, remake saga. I wish they would go back and change uh, remake to something like Midgar, uh, but they're instead they're doing remake rebirth, and then they've already wasted reunion on Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core reunion. Like oh my god. Square Enix, like you guys. Ugh. Anyways, um, the other thing that I I wanted to uh, talk about, I know you care a little bit about what we do in the Shadow Season Five. Uh, we got a new poster and a release date for the. Uh, I need to scroll up. Uh, release date for Season Five uh, coming out on July thirteenth. I love this series. I did have some issues uh, last season. I thought. The idea that they had teased at the end of the uh, season prior, season three, of uh, some of them being in Europe, them kind of being sp- split apart, that there was going to be kind of this this road trip or, or Euro- European trip aspect to it. All of that went away, and they, <laughs> they immediately got right back to the house. And, and while the episodes were funny, I, I felt cheated out of something that could have taken mm-hmm. the show on another level. Um, so how'd you feel about last season and what, what are you hoping for this, this year? That sounds expensive (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, to try and and do different sets. I was excited, man. Uh, Nandolph made it all the way to Fresno and then came back. I was like, Hey, (laughs) nothing like, nothing like showing up to Fresno to figure out, you know what? I should probably go home. Um, it was okay. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't that biggest fan of, of, of a baby, um, Colin. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Uh, it, but it did grow on me as he grew, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I did have a chance to speak with the in person with the cast. Uh, and the thing is, you know, Guillermo is, is since the beginning has been my favorite part yeah. of this, this whole show. So uh, seeing him continue his story is fun. I, I just wonder how much more they got. In, left in yeah, the tank that's cause, i agree because like like every show like you just at some point it kind of loses steam and and while i love it and i would love to continue to see more of it as long as you have a a good a good base for the for the season i'm okay but if you start phoning yeah. it in and just kind of well phoning it in it you know it, it'll um it, it might. It, it, you could leave a sour taste, and then you don't want that. You want to. You want to show that you can go back and mm-hmm. see all of the seasons, and, and really just in, enjoy it all over again. Yeah. The. I mean, like I said, the the last season was fun. The genie around, like, and and getting to poke fun at the whole I- idea of genies that uh, uh, are are big sticklers for for the wish itself, and will. <laughs> use a lot of leeway uh, if you give it to them i i liked all that but 
to your your point about the staleness that's that's what made the idea of them being separated for a bit some being in europe some still being in the in the u.s that's what made that so enticing was because it it can get a little not not i don't want to say repetitive because it's always little different situations but they're all the same they all it all ends up being the same and when it's the same set again and again it kind of you know like you said it can kind of get uh draining but uh they they are a great cast incredibly yes. fun uh i i appreciate the relatively quick uh turnaround between seasons this time <laughs> and uh i am excited to see uh what they do now whether or not i remain excited about it we'll see but um who knows man know. you know sometimes uh, uh like i find in a lot of shows you know season one is always like a uh uh, uh growth period yeah not that they're necessarily bad but there's there's gonna be you know bumps and stuff like that uh season twos can either be great or really suck uh and then like season season three for a lot of shows they do really, really well on that one. And then if they make it to a season five, a season five will usually usually be really good. Not always. Buffy Buffy season five was not all that hot. I hated the, the season with Glory. I don't know if you're that big of a Buffy fan to remember the season villains. But um, yeah, anyways, yeah. we'll see how this one goes. Looking forward to see what they do in the shadows. Um, that's it man i'm i'm spent i hope you got something else because we're only 10 minutes in (laughs) (laughs) um to kind of to your point of of the tv shows Mm -hmm. um did you see the first five minutes of secret invasion no i i i saw that it was out manny and you know what i said to myself Eh, (laughs) i can wait um we have we have time to fill these are things you need to have watched (laughs) But that's the th- that's the thing though, Manny. Is they they literally? I didn't I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I I I could have been completely uh, unable to go to a theater and taken the five minutes to to watch it, and I I didn't. And I I just I didn't I didn't even think about it as a as a thing to talk about. But why don't you tell me what you thought about it? Because I know that you have been very uh, similar to me in in your care about the mcu going forward so what would you think of these five five minutes manny um i like the scene it's very it's very dramatic and it's very uh um conspiracy theory where one guy is uh the the agent that we saw in in uh black panther is, mm-hmm. comes up to someone else and he's telling him about the scrolls and how they've infiltrated and he's like nah they're on our side don't even worry about it shows him something and uh changes his mind he's like i gotta take this to fury when he attacks him uh the other guy and that's kind of where it ends so it's five minutes of that it's very it felt very grounded where did they put it up because i don't even see it on their youtube channel it wasn't on their youtube channel you had to you had i i got it through twitter and it had a password that you had to insert oh yeah 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 yeah. i I remember i remember now i think that's i think that is specifically why i didn't do it because was it took effort yeah it's it's like honestly when when the batman did that for the release of of that the yeah yeah, the secret joker uh, scene yeah yeah i thought that was so cool because you had to work for it yeah and, and it felt like you know you were part of that 
mm-hmm. going it into it was brilliant yeah, it was good and and um, and i i cared much more about that than i did this so, <laughs> uh, so it, it looks really grounded my only fear is that it's so grounded that you don't necessarily get too much too much of the scrolls and other, they're just people you know and it yeah, turns yeah. into something something as bad as and this is this is extreme like the worst case scenario it turns something extreme into, pessimism uh, yeah it turns something into like what they tried to do with um uh the other characters god what's their name it was that terrible show on abc A- agents of shield no 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 agents of shield is okay compared I was gonna to say, that one. watch yourself people love, love no, that no, one. no no you'll, you'll no 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 you'll get us death threats i, I like it i, I like what, the which other one uh what the, not the inhumans thank you Oh, there oh, it is. oh, Inhumans. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about the, uh, <laughs> we don't talk about the Inhumans. You remember in the beginning, like, man, they the... tried so hard. <laughs> you don't remember at the beginning of that episode, they A, cut Medusa's hair, B, mm-hmm. sent Lockjaw away, three, killed, killed one of them. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, Oh, so basically, we don't need any CGI anymore because anything. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> this show is really expensive. We need to we need to make some some changes. So, and you remember they even released the the first like three episodes, or or they released a chunk in in IMAX theaters yeah. and stuff. Like, oh my god. Yeah, it was really bad. Though. It was terrible. Sometimes I wonder who makes these decisions and things. Like, you know what? This should this should actually do good. I know, man. That this is never going to do and, good. And you know that is that is something that I have I have brought up time and and time again and i know that that feige likes to to pawn it off on on that's that was marvel tv you know i didn't have as much control as as i as i do do now not that he's ever said that but that's kind of like the feeling i i get from from those days of of marvel you know we 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 do complain about about phase four and and five right right now of course but martin we've always admitted that they had their their missteps and some a lot of those were on on TV, including some some missteps on on the beloved Netflix uh, Netflix series. Uh, but they also messed up some some movies. Everyone rags on Thor: The Dark World. Iron Man three is not all all that great. It's really uh, not, no. Uh, I think the Incredible Hulk, while it's both a Marvel Studios and not a Marvel Studios, I actually think that is somewhat underrated. But it also has a lot of a. Uh, 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 baggage with it but the the point being is they they've never they've never uh they've never been perfect but uh it's 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 been that phase four watering it down and yeah. so much of it being mediocre or bad that you just and then having to cover it and that's what really did it so i i blame nick uh having to cover <laughs> it because i asked I, I i was like dude i need you to find someone else man like someone that likes this stuff more than i do because it's it's making me angry and i don't as much as i uh as much as i i get angry on on this that or the other uh on like shows like like this um it's it's usually just one segment and then it's gone you know what i'm saying and and yeah i i I do get passionate uh, off camera, but yes, of course, I'm I'm adding a little extra on on camera f- because it's it's on camera. Uh, but at at a certain point, like I said, I I can't remember if it was Miss Marvel or She Hulk. Both of them really just 
anyways, I, I started realizing like I'm I'm just angry at even the thought of having to watch it for the the show and that's no way to uh, that's no way to uh, uh, to be and so yeah I've I've relatively enjoyed my my break from from uh, Marvel where I'm not trying to keep up with it and and uh, yeah yeah yeah. It, I mean, it Guardian, is what it is. Guardians was good. At least there's that. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I will see it when it hits uh, streaming. Unfortunately, you're one of Hopefully, those people. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> like I said, I, I wanted to go see it. That's the one that I wanted to see the most out of all of them. But I was injured or, or you know, dealing with health issues, couldn't go, uh, for the first two weeks. And after that, it's just like you know. It's now leaving the big formats, and yeah, I didn't care. It was like, yeah. Now here's the thing: if it's good, if it's if it's you know as good as uh, many said it was, I'll buy it on Blu-ray. I will go out and and support it with that. I haven't bought a a uh, uh, MCU Blu-ray since uh, No Way Home. I didn't buy Black Widow. I didn't buy Eternals either. Uh, and I, I haven't watched No Way Home, but I, but I bought it. I, I cannot bring myself to watch it. It's I mean, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, Secret Invasion. I'll check out the first episode when it hits uh, next uh, next month, right? July. No, July it's, a, it's, a, it's I think it's at the end of this. Oh, month. oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of this this month. Sorry, because Ahsoka comes out comes out in August. So of course they want some uh, uh, space there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll 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 check it out. I don't. I don't know if we will be reviewing it. Nick is is taking a break from from podcasting, but we'll we'll see, man. I the 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 worst part about it is there is nothing coming out anytime soon that I that I actually do care about. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't In general, care about the you mean? Mar- yeah, for, oh, okay. for, Mar- oh, for, for Marvel. Oh, for Marvel. Okay. Because uh, Secret Invasion, w- whatever. Uh, Loki season two. Yeah, sure, I'm interested. But <laughs> how how much of season two is gonna matter yeah, going forward? Um, but then you, you think about the Marvels, you think of Echo, you think of of uh, Agatha and things like things that we we know are are coming up next, and and we know the uh, writer strike is going to lead to a whole a whole bunch of uh, writers and screen actor potentially screen. Uh, Actors Guild strikes are going to uh, push things off, anyways. Man, I, I think, think about it this this way: we're we're definitely not getting no no Secret Wars in in twenty six, twenty seven, maybe twenty eight. Think about that, twenty twenty eight. Man, I will be forty three years old by the time Secret Wars actually gets to uh, hit. Holy shit! <laughs> well, I mean, that's just that's you being old. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, the the whole the whole writer strike is gonna is gonna, and the possible actor strike is is already kind of raising an eyebrow to um, studios as they're in a wait and see position for things like Comic Con. <laughs> yep. And and um, it's interesting. It's interesting because uh, a friend of mine yesterday was telling me how some some retailers or uh, publishers are being offered massive discounts now allegedly to be on the show floor and uh according to i think i don't remember what the outlet was i'll have to look it up in a minute 
but HBO won't be at Comic-Con this year and they were um oh okay well HBO that's not necessarily Warner Brothers DC got it tra- tracking okay yeah no but because of the fact that uh I guess the I mean it kind of makes sense this year because you don't have a show coming out anytime soon what do you yeah. I mean you don't have anything really for Game of Thrones and you don't and Last of Us is done uh, yeah. really for a while so I mean I can see not having but like still like that was a huge blueprint on on you know with the activations it was the house of dragon yeah um, yeah one which was really cool there's a walkthrough on uh, lrm online if you want to take a look at that that i shot um so currently uh, uh very concerned about the show floor bl- blueprint uh you know i just bring it up because i i thought of it because you were you mentioned the strike but he, he, uh, come july 1st if they don't have an agreement and those actors aren't around and neither are the writers We'll have a very, very interesting Comic Con. Yeah, to the point where I may have to consider how long I stay out there and things like that. Because yeah, what, no, because what I, would be the point? I I don't first. Here's here's the thing about about uh, San Diego. Still has a relatively healthy uh, uh, artist uh, artist alley. Yeah, has a usually a very healthy. Um, uh, We'll call them third party, meaning non-studio, non-industry uh, uh, exhibitors. So you think of all the people bringing uh, uh, the toys, collectibles, uh, personal, uh, independent publishers, and things like things like that. Which I know is industry, but I'm, I meant like not the the big industry. So independent stuff uh, is still really big on the floor, and there's always been a. A, a talk and a thirst for a, a return to the more traditional comic cons that were more well one comic driven but also still very big on independent artists like more more individuals less uh studio and that's that's been around since the the first time i got to to actually go in person in 2008 people were starting to rumble you know oh yeah it's cool sci-fi's here but look how much space the the site that's how long 2008 was sci-fi's taking up um look how you know look how big uh this this booth is versus that that booth and then again in 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 uh nine and uh brian went again in 10 and said similar things and um we we might see that it might scale down to where it's only in the convention center and not the the convention center plus two hotels and three bars you know what i'm saying um i don't know but at the same time you you have uh sideshow collectibles pulling out a while ago and you're like that that's one of those that you would have never thought would have would have pulled out you know what i'm saying yeah um because because that's part of conventions is being able to look with your own eyes and, and occasionally put hand hands on stuff and, mm-hmm. and sideshow collectibles is is one of those. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you don't need a writer or d- director. You don't you don't need talent to show off sideshow. I I am concerned. I don't think it's going to be in threat of being canceled this year, but uh it, it'll be it, it's going to be interesting to see what what uh what does comic-con look like in the future what I mean, what does it look like this year because studios are also trying to oh, still, yeah, save, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> still save money yeah uh, you know yeah. and so <clears throat> how much are you really uh looking to invest 
the problem is if you're gonna scale down you're scaling down an event that has i mean last year 167,000 mm-hmm. estimated people showing up got to give them something to do and yeah and absolutely so, and that's look that could be a, a good opportunity for for um uh comic-con Inter- international the parent group or company or whatever you want to word it to look at um uh, social media uh, content creators to help fill in some of the the gaps, increasing oh, panels. Well, no, I mean like increasing panel. <laughs> like instead of having to have X amount of prestige to get a panel, opening panels up to you know a little bit more uh, uh, smaller creators, smaller uh, like even under independent, if you if you will, if if that if that's making like hierarchical mm-hmm. sense. Um, but again it'll also all depend on who's still willing to go. And like I said, you can scale it back down to those like 2008 numbers of like 120, 130,000 people, especially if all of the events are, are pretty much in the convention center and you're not having to worry about the space in, in hotels and, and adjacent there in the gaslight district and, and, and whatnot. It's potentially could be a good thing if the audience can support that scaled down version but if people aren't into that scaled down version then you might see it even leave the convention center or and go to something smaller i mean i don't see it getting that small but i think that for at least three years it can survive on name alone that's kind of annoying yes yes (laughs) you know (laughs) like you could just just on the just on the fact that you're saying i'm going to comic-con Mm-hmm. is enough to and and then like I, I get it you have different kinds of people going for different experiences i of course go you know because i have a job to do yeah. and so if the content's not there and it's kind of ruins the experience like i i go to enough shows where um i i see the artist alleys i know them personally um i you know it's the same retailers usually especially on the west coast that are very similar you start um, walking down the alley and it's it's like cheers many like that actually yeah <laughs> in some in some spots yeah you you do what we do jason and i what we always do is we, mm. we when we arrive the first thing we do is do rounds to say hello to everyone yeah and then um just to see what everyone's plans was, how everyone's feeling on uh, mid show we'll check in and see you know obviously we we made plans with a bunch of folks to, to grab drinks and things uh but yeah it's it's a if anything like for example, um, LA Comic Con was was horrible in December. But what was great about it was uh, being able to see all your all your friends that you, you really only see at conventions because everyone has really yeah. busy lives traveling and doing doing what they do. Um, so you know there'll always be that, and that's always great because people fly in from everywhere, especially for the big show. But you know it's never gonna be what, what I don't think it'll ever be now what what it used to be. I think no. that that era. That era of you know um, sensational trailers and and reveals, I think it's over. Um, yeah, it's starting to starting to fade. Which you know, it's just, that's what it's just some people part, yeah. wanted, but it's know, just part it, of the times. Yeah, yeah. And, and we thought we thought, like I said, there have been people asking for a return to form for for a long, long time. And I think we're going to see kind of a a hybrid. Those you're are still going to see. You're still going to see some big reveals you're still going to get some uh some hype stuff but you're also going to see 
scale scaling back scaling down so but we got to end it there i got to take my my dog to the vet speaking of uh conventions uh the genre versus own anime versal reviews is hosting a panel it'll be moderated by manny gomez uh at anime expo this year july 3rd uh uh there at the la convention center room 402 for right now uh raising kids in anime uh, how to parent or guardian like an OPMC if you're going to be in uh, uh, if you're going to be at uh, Anime Expo please do track us down find us and the best way to uh, do that of course is follow us on social media at uh, the Genreverse on Twitter check out the Discord server in the link uh, in the description box down below lots of other great content uh, on the channel that I don't have ready to show you guys so yeah hit the subscribe button uh, give us a a, a, a a thumbs up or down uh, leave a comment and uh, enjoy enjoy all the other content check out Breaking Geek Radio's uh, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast review Manny anything else for the people out there for the weekend uh, yeah I did a, I did quite a few good interviews one from Fubar uh, which is the, the Arnold show. I did another one for with uh, Tim Story, the director of The Blackening, who, if you do not remember, he also directed the first two uh, Fantastic Four films, uh, Barbershop, Taxi, Taxi 2, Think Like a Man franchise. So quite a few things, and now he's venturing into the world of horror comedy. He's a great talk. And then also I started my series of of uh, interviews with the cast of Mayans MC, which is um, saying his farewell. Uh, Frankie Loyal was on this week, so check those out. Those are on the site already. All right, guys, have a uh, have a good one, and we will hopefully see you on Monday. Bye.